Smile heavy-duty waist training corsets help to shape and reduce waistline up to 6 inches. This training corset is made with 20 to 24 spiral steel bones, 3 to 5 layer fabrics, 7 inches modesty panel, organic cotton lining, and high-quality materials. Please visit www.organiccorsetusa.com and place your order today. Are you looking for the best women's products all in one convenient place? Everything from today's hottest beauty products or that perfect pair of fitting jeans. All in one easy-to-use website. Check out our special promotions and deals. Check out your new hotspot for online shopping. www.onlineshoppingfever.com Get your new favorite finds today. Are you a small business owner? How would you like to take your business from survival to profit? If you want to learn how to attract more leads, increase your customer and client base, increase your transactions and sales, and grow your business, then you need to visit netbusinessleaders.com. Our e-learning marketing program has been described as the single most powerful client attraction and revenue generating program available anywhere today. For all the tools, resources, and support you need, go to www.netbusinessleaders.com MyComs is an amazing social network with 100,000 new members daily. MyComs is all about improving communities socially. Visit mycommunity.com. That's spelled www.mycommunity.com. If you missed the J. Ryle show, shame on you. Here's what you missed. I was, I was, I was. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, Cheryl, baby. Oh, Cheryl, girl, you know. This makes me feel this makes me feel something, baby. Yes, baby. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. Baby, baby. Oh, Cheryl, baby. I got a, I got a spoken word for Cheryl. Cheryl, can I be your ex? That's the name of a girl. Cheryl, baby, can I be your ex? Which means I could be your next lover, baby. I want you to touch me, baby. Come on, baby. Will you be my girlfriend? Say yes. And then break up with me real quick so say no. And then, baby, so we mean you can do the wild thing, baby. Yeah. <laughs> girl, girl, I love you, baby. You my girl. But I got to break up with you because you know you rock my world, baby. I want to touch you. I want to feel you, baby. Come and get me. Come and caress me. I am yours, girl. Yeah. Why are you playing, Jay? Oh, yes, Cheryl. Like, take that with you, Cheryl, and be blessed, my love. Be blessed. Be blessed. <laughs> <laughs> See what you've been missing? The Jay Round Show, Wednesday night, 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, and on Saturday, 5 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on BTR Radio. Royal Destiny Salon and Spa, where you are royalty. Specializing in children's hair, natural, weaved, and relaxed hair. Looking for a professional stylist who cares not only about how good hair looks, but also how healthy it feels? Then Royal Destiny Salon and Spa is the place for you. Royal Destiny Salon and Spa, located at 4936 Albemarle Road, Suite 14, Charlotte, North Carolina. Call today to schedule your appointment for a more beautiful you. 724-734-8043. That number again is 724-734-8043. Tune in weekly to Living and Thriving with Rusty, Inspiration on Tap. Rusty explores topics related to mind, body, and soul. For more information, go to her site at RustyMcDonald.com. <laughs> not McDonald like the farmer, or certainly not like the fast food, but more fulfilling than a happy meal. Living and Thriving with Rusty, inspiration on tap. Tune in weekly to Living and Thriving with Rusty, life coach, radio talk show host, single mom, and blogger. This segment of This Needs to Be Said is brought to you by me to the power of we.com. To shift your mindset to be a better you, connect at me to the power of we.com because together is better. Hi, this is Deanna Heiliger from me to the power of we.com. Thank you for being here on today's show. Since the new year just arrived, 2015, I'm going to be talking a little bit about a New Year's resolution or a New Year's goal that many people have, and I'm sure you can guess that a lot of people have um, losing weight, getting into better shape, or exercising, um, altering your diet. Um, These are some goals that we all have at the beginning of the year. We're all motivated to get into better shape, and... um, Lots of people have them. The gym memberships just are through the roof at the beginning of the year. The gyms are very crowded. People are very motivated. And um, that is a big goal. So I'm going to touch on that. Um, But I'm going to give you a really simple 
change that you can make that will help you in attaining your ideal weight, a healthy weight, and um, this is not to replace eating healthy and exercising, as we all know we need to do that, and getting enough sleep and drinking enough water, but it's just one simple change that you can make that will really help you with this. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a background story as to how I came up with this change that I implement in my life to this day all year round. Um, I cheat sometimes, but as the most part, this is a rule for me. But here's a little background. Um, so um, when I was a kid, I wore braces on my teeth. And maybe many of you also wore braces as a child. And I was young. I was only in the sixth grade, and I really only wore them for about six months. So it was a very short time. And when I entered the high school years, I stopped wearing my retainers, just kind of became lazy and forgot about them. And eventually they were misplaced, thrown away, lost. So um, in any case, my teeth began to move back to their pre-braces position. And not totally or, or awful, but, you know, my bite kind of shifted and my teeth started to crowd. And... um that happens because I was continuing to grow, so my teeth were shifting. So you may be experiencing this as well. Um, but in my 30s, this is about 10, 15 years ago, I decided that I wanted to have my braces put back on my teeth because I wanted them to be straight, my bite didn't feel right, and um, so I got those clear braces, and I wore them for about a year. Um, and when they came off, my bite was great, my teeth were straight, and to this day they still are. Um, I started wearing my retainers, and maybe it's because I was an adult and more mature and I had paid for these braces instead of my parents, but I wore my retainers every night without fail, and I kept them in their little case, and I took them out and put them where they would go with my toothbrush, and, you know, I just took very good care of them because I was really wanting my teeth to stay nice. Um, during this time as an adult wearing my braces, um, this is where I learned the one simple change that has changed my physique and my fitness level. Um, so each night after dinner, I religiously would brush and floss my teeth. And if you've had braces, you know that when you have to floss your teeth with braces while you're wearing braces, it is no easy feat. Okay, you got to get up underneath that wire, and it you know it just takes a long time. So after doing that, you know after dinner, I did not want to eat anything after that. So immediately after dinner, I would brush and floss and rinse and my teeth would be sparkling and they felt great. And I did not want to oh, cheat with, you know, a little nibble of something or whatever. So this was the simple change that I made. That immediately after dinner, brushing and flossing, my teeth are clean, no more food enters my mouth, nothing but water after dinner. So within several weeks of doing this, I lost about 12 pounds. Not that I needed to lose 12 pounds, but it's just, you know, that nighttime snacking and eating, it's very um, hard on your body. And you, you eat and munch right before bed and late at night, and then you lay in bed. You're not active. You're not burning calories, and it turns to fat. It just sits there. So my clothes were fitting nicely, and I was feeling great. My teeth were straight and clean. And um, Anyhow, so all of this took place just because one simple change, not eating anything after dinner. So um, I know that eating late at night is a thing that most people do because it is so easy to sit in front of that television. You're kind of unwinding and you're detoxing from the day and you're just kind of winding down. But, you know, you pick on popcorn and sunflower seeds, 
cookies, chips, whatever it is that you love to munch on. It's salty, it's sweet, it's crunchy, it's comforting. Um, we don't tend to munch on celery sticks at night. We want something, you know, that bowl of fruity pebbles. And we absentmindedly eat. So it, it really is more of a habit. Mine's kind of like a hand-to-mouth. It just kind of keeps me busy. It's maybe a nervous energy or rhythmic. It's, it's just something to relax me or to fill a void. And, and I might quite possibly just be thirsty, but I am just kind of going through the motions. It's kind of a hand-to-mouth, keep-myself-busy motion. And you may be really able to relate to that. Um, And usually this habit, like I said, it just stems from boredom or thirst. And it's really not hungry. If you really ask yourself, am I hungry? If you had a good, healthy, you know, substantial dinner, you're not going to really be hungry. So do you do the same thing? Ask yourself, do you automatically go to the pantry, the refrigerator, the freezer late at night, even though you're not hungry? And... I think it's safe to say that we all do that unless we've really trained ourselves or we're very conscious of this fact and that we, you know, don't do it on purpose. Um, so I'm going to challenge you, especially for this new year and with your diet and your health goals, what if we could be conscious of the fact that we do this as an impulse? I mean, just being aware of something. You know, they say awareness is the first step usually, you know. If you're in denial or you don't think you have the problem, you're not going to be aware of it. But if you are conscious of it, then you know. Um, what if we can make it a habit, and I'm going to challenge you to do this, to brush and floss right after dinner so that you do not, we do not binge late at night. And usually, like I said, it's um, unhealthy food. It doesn't really feed your body. They're kind of empty calories and full of preservatives and sugars and whatnot. So what if we replace cookies with a glass of water? And what if, instead of just sitting in front of the uh, TV with a bowl of cereal, that we sat in front of the television and did sit-ups? It's just a little bit of a shift, isn't it? What if we did this and we began to lose a little weight? And what if the little pockets of ice cream-induced cellulite began to disappear? How would you feel? What if you woke up feeling lighter and leaner? What if your stomach began to get flat? Would you trade a few bites of pleasure for this newfound feeling of being more fit? What if you were able to get your whole household to do this? I think maybe you'd sleep better. I think you'd feel better. You'd probably have more energy because you're not sleeping with all that sugar and salt in your blood system. So those little few cookies and a bag of chips here, a little donut there, they really do add up. And when we take that away, especially late at night, our whole physique can change in really slight but profound ways. You will feel so much better. Your teeth and your gums will be healthier. Your mouth will feel better. And um, you will be more motivated to exercise and take part in your other healthy uh, goals that you're setting for the new year. So that is my one simple change for you to implement for the new year. Do not eat anything after dinner. I bet you can do it, and the more you do it, the more you're going to feel great, and it will just perpetuate. And this will be a whole shift in your thinking, and you will grab that water instead of that piece of licorice or whatever it is that you like to eat at night. So I'm going to give you a take action, as I always do. So this week and for this month, this year, 2015, you can do one day at a time, but let's keep it in our mind and let's try it. Let's all curb our after-dinner eating. Let's brush and floss right after dinner 
and save our appetites for a healthy breakfast in the morning. And let's celebrate being lean and fit and having a clean mouth and healthy gums and a flat stomach and motivation to exercise and better sleep and silkier hair and clearer skin and all the other great things that come with this. So that is my take out action. That is my challenge for you. I hope you have a wonderful 2015, and I hope that this one simple change will help you be a better you. This is Deanna Heiliger from me to the power of we.com. Thank you for joining me. Music makes the world go round, and the unique sound of Sorrentos has been described by industry insiders as an emotionally powerful vocal style masterfully united with music that is a fusion of classic 80s rock blended with modern, soft rock, and pop music. Beyond expressing his heart and inspiring listeners, Sorrentos' principal motivation is to raise money for charitable causes. 33% of all music-related profits go directly to charitable organizations. Sing, dance, and listen at melogia.com. M-E-L-O-G-I-A dot com. Glastic Water Bottle, a shatterproof glass water bottle. It's great for any liquid because everything tastes best in glass. A leak-proof lid you can close and toss on the couch without worry. Chances are it won't ever break, but if it does, no worries. The glass is safely contained inside a protective outer shell so you won't have a dangerous mess to clean up. You can safely remove the broken glass and get replacements. Go to GlasticWaterBottle.com to get your very own Glastic Bottle today. That's GlasticWaterBottle.com. G-L-A-S-S-T-I-C WaterBottle.com. What are you waiting for? Are you or someone you know a pet lover? Would you love a custom, high-quality, and affordable hand-painted pet portrait? Artist John R. Havrila is unbelievably talented. His paintings are so lifelike, and they need to be seen. Each custom painting comes complete with handmade frame and is ready to hang on your wall. He can combine current and past pets in one portrait, all from your photos. No deposit required, no extra charge for additional pets, and gift cards are available. What are you waiting for? Log on now to order your perfect gift. www.doggiepaintings.com In this very busy and hectic life where everyone is rushing, it's so very important to stop and calm down. We understand this, and therefore we bring you dharmawave.com, your online yoga website where you will learn all you need to know about yoga and meditation. Enjoy learning yoga and meditation practices, how-tos, all the benefits, and the theory and reason behind the practices through our written articles and videos. Rejuvenate and balance your mind, body, and soul at www.dharmawave.com. That's D-H-A-R-M-A-Wave.com. I'm Darren Marlar, and this is your daily dose of weird news. L.A. Lakers Kobe Bryant has been averaging close to a triple-double in the past three games that he's been playing since returning from a three-game rest last week. All right, I don't, uh, I don't follow basketball. A, a triple-double. Isn't that a McDonald's menu item? And if not, then it should be. 
A man in Florida allegedly faked a heart attack so another one could steal a Barbie car and other toys. Terrace Scott and Gennard Dupree, they were arrested after a surveillance camera and a Walmart in Lake Wales, Florida, captured the whole episode on tape. The video shows the suspects walking through the store together. Suddenly, Dupree lays down on the ground near the entrance. As he clutches his chest, he pretends to have a heart attack. Well, when other shoppers saw Dupree on the ground, they tried to help him while Scott allegedly helped himself to $369 worth of toys, including a motorized power wheel Barbie car. Quick! That creep is getting away in a Barbie car at two miles an hour! After him! The New Jersey strip club that stood in as the Bada Bing on The Sopranos has been robbed twice over the holidays. The club sat in dolls. It was robbed by two armed men a few days before Christmas. Well, now police say somebody broke into the club early Friday morning. The would-be thieves smashed through the club's glass front door, pried open the office door to get uh, to a safe, but did not take anything. The earlier robbery cost the club about $30,000. The Bada Bing was seen frequently on the show. It ran on HBO from 1999 to 2007. It's assumed that the robbers were simply breaking into the place, looking for answers as to why The Sopranos ended like it did, and also to use the jukebox to get the song Don't Stop Believin' out of their heads. Rock star Bono has shared on the U2 website that his recovery from a recent bicycle accident has been slow going and that he's worried he might not be able to play the guitar ever again. But then after the sales of their latest album, would anybody even notice the difference? A secret World War II underground Nazi weapons facility has been discovered in Austria. They were working on some really nasty stuff, too, like chemical weapons, nuclear weapons, reality TV. The Wisconsin Police Department is trying to figure out who left a diamond ring on its Christmas tree. Germantown Police posted a note on their department's Facebook page asking if anyone there knew where the ring came from. Police think someone intentionally placed the ring on a branch of the tree in the police department's lobby. For the past five weeks, the department invited people to bring their children to decorate the tree and get a stuffed animal in return. Well, during that time, someone put the ring on the tree but left no explanation. Now, the number of rings on a tree, isn't that how they date trees? Now, well, then again, it's, if it's a diamond ring, maybe we're past the whole tree dating stage, stepping right into a marriage proposal. Yeah. Do you, Douglas Fir, take this woman to be your lawfully wedded wife? CBS sportscaster Jim Rome has apologized for calling members of marching bands dorks. It all started late last week after Rome tweeted, Is there anyone not in a marching band who thinks those dorks running around with their instruments are cool? Well, that led to Band Nation replying, You messed with the wrong dorks. And Rome has since apologized, writing, Band Nation, I hear you. I was out of line. I apologize. But do not condone bullying of any kind. And that was not my intent. Really? Bullying bullying was not your intent? You're kidding me, right? You once baited quarterback Jim Everett by repeatedly calling him Chris Everett. You remember that? No? Well, let me remind you. Here's the audio. All right, that was then, and this is now. He's now a member of the Saints. Jim, good to have you on the show. Good to be here, Jim. Thank you. Check that. Chris Everett, good to have you on the show. You know what? You know, you've been calling me that for about the last five years. About two years, actually, Chris. Well, 
Hey, you know what? Let me, let me say one thing. In that game, how many sacks did I have that we came back and won? How many sacks did yeah, you have? Yeah, game. How many sacks? Let's see, but this was back in 1989. Oh, really? You, you may have even been Jim Everett back there, but somewhere along the way, Jim, you ceased being Jim and you became Chris. Well, let me tell you a little secret. That, you know, we're sitting here right now, and if you guys want to take a station break, you can. But if you call me Chris Everett to my face one more time... I already did it twice. Better, you better... You call one more time, we better st take a station break. Well, it's a five-minute segment. Our five-segment show. We got a long way to go. Yeah, we do. We got a long way to go. We do. I'll get a couple segments out of well, here for it's good to be here with you, though. Well, it's good you to know, see you, too. You've been talking like this behind my back for a long but time. But now I said it right here. Right. Exactly. Well, we got no problem well, I with think that. It, I think that you, you probably won't say it again. I bet I do. Okay. Chris. Jim Rome, you are a big bully. If you're one of the 44% of people who made a New Year's resolution, well, don't feel bad if you're already stumbling. Experts say that by January 14th, over a third of resolution makers will have already quit. By February 1st, about 6 in 10 will still be at it. Wait, 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 January 14th? Really? You're waiting that long? I've already, I've already fallen. January 1st, I resolved to lose weight. January 4th, I was on the couch with a big bag of Baby Ruth bars. But that's only because I didn't know about the triple-double. I'm telling you, if that's at McDonald's, that's, that's probably where, where I would have failed on my New Year's resolutions. That's your daily dose of weird news. I'm Darren Marlar. You can get more weird news free anytime, anywhere with the Daily Dose of Weird News app. You can get it at DailyDoseOfWeirdNews.com. Oh, wait a minute. Tri triple Double is an Oreo cookie? Oh, that's even better. All right. I heard some furniture moving in that last clip of Daily Dose of Weird News. Now, that got really weird, didn't it? Listen, I told you guys earlier, we're going to have a segment or a section of the show where you can ask an attorney a question. And the attorney that we're going to have on today is Jim Bendell, and he has more than 35 years' experience as a, as a trial um, attorney and former prosecutor, 16 years trying lawsuits for insurance companies, and now he's taken that experience to help people who have personal, have sustained personal injuries. And so I actually have a story that I'm going to share during the interview with him because I want to know how these people handle it. It's like a brand new, like it just happened today. I'm not going to name any names or anything, but someone has been hurt at work or hurt due to someone else's um, carelessness and negligence. And so Jim Bendell, Attorney Jim Bendell, is going to come and help us uh, work these out. Make sure that we have a good personal injury attorney, not just because someone got to us first in the mail or you saw some really nice advertisement on television. How do you pick someone that's going to, be, that's going to have your best interest at heart? So welcoming to This Needs to Be Said, Attorney Jim Bendell, how are you? Doing fine, thank you. I wanted to share, I'm glad, like it, it wasn't planned, but something happened on today and someone uh, called and let me know that there were, there were, the incident is this way, they work in a warehouse and a warehouse worker uh, was driving a forklift, so I'm thinking he's going backwards because he didn't see the person he ran over. And he ran over this person's leg and in order to get the forklift off of him, he had to run, go back over him. So um, that person has gone to the hospital and been taken care of, so I don't have an update on that yet. 
But in my mind, I'm thinking, wow, both of these people, the person who ran over the other guy and the guy who got ran over, ran over their lives have just changed. But as we're thinking of the man whose leg was crushed, he, like, what does he do next? Well, this is under the category of a workers' compensation claim. So the way the law works is normally if a person's injured due to somebody's negligence, uh, you can sue that person or that company, and the money damages you'd be entitled to at a trial or settlement would be your past and future medical bills, past and future wage loss, past and future pain and suffering. Now, mm-hmm. when you're injured at work, they passed laws, uh, all the states did in the early part of the 20th century, that uh, under the workers' compensation statutes that said, look, if you're injured at work, we're not going to require the worker to prove negligence because a lot of reasons. It's awkward to have fellow employees testify against the boss, and a lot of folks don't have the resources to sue. So if you're injured at work, unless you deliberately hurt yourself, you know, by, you know, jumping off a window or something, if you hurt uh, through negligence or even non-negligence, the employer, usually the insurance company and the employer, has to pay. But here's the problem. The benefits are mar- uh, much uh, smaller than in personal injury cases. So, for example, uh, all your medical bills will be paid, but usually only two-thirds of your wages that you lose will be paid, and there is zero pain and suffering paid. So uh, let's assume a person uh, had a severe accident and had a leg amputated. Well, that's a pretty life-changing event. And under the workers' compensation statutes, they'd be entitled to medical bills, and there's usually a, a permanent partial disability formula for an amputation. But they would get $0 for pain and suffering. So the injured worker should, of course, report this to the boss. I'm sure the boss knows and files a a workers' compensation claim generally with a state agency. Now, if you're hurt at work, there are situations where you can get also damages and personal injury if you're injured due to the negligence of third parties. What does that mean? Let's assume your job is a cab driver and you're driving to pick up a fare and you get smashed into by some other car, not a taxi, another car. Uh, Your employer taxi company would have to pay your workers' comp benefits, but you could also sue that driver for for the larger benefits in a personal injury case. However, the money you get for the personal injury case would be at least partially reimbursed to the workers' compensation insurance company so that you don't get a double recovery. Mm-hmm. So, okay, going to what I was alluding to in the beginning, how does this person, it would, it would, in that situation, and this may not be exactly right, but it just came up and I knew I had you here, so I'm using my time wisely. Would this person um, need to seek a personal injury uh, attorney like yourself, or would they have someone that's through the company because it's workers' compensation? No, they should secure their own attorney, and there are attorneys who specialize in doing exclusively workers' compensation, and that's the type of attorney this person should look to. Now, keep in mind that sometimes uh, if the employer is not disputing that the injury happened at work and the bills are being paid, you don't need an attorney right away. In fact, you may ultimately not need an attorney at all. 
if that person, hopefully they work on his leg, he recovers, he's out of work for, let's say, four months, workers' comp pays the appropriate amount of benefits for a time loss, and he makes a complete recovery, he may not need an attorney. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Okay. So that's that. Now let's get more um, specific into personal injuries. Give me what that category looks like. So, because I mean, some people, because I was thinking the uh, workers' comp would be personal injury. Because see, I'm not an attorney and I don't know that stuff. <laughs> so, give me a category. Some of the things that would fall under the category of personal injury. Okay, so these are not real bright line rules. I mean, you can have some attorneys do both personal injury and workers' comp. Uh, so a personal injury attorney basically is an attorney who represents pe- represents people who've been injured due to the negligence of others. That may be, uh, for example, a car crash. It may be that you're walking in a supermarket and there was some uh, a coke or something spilled, and they let it sit there for several hours, and you fell and, and broke your hip. So that's called premises liability. Uh, also for government negligence. If you're the victim of, uh, say, a police car is going 90 miles an hour uh, to chase a criminal and is careless, you can sue the police. You can also sue the police for willful misconduct, excessive use of force, even including wrongful death cases where police have used too much force in, in killing a suspect or a passerby. So there's just about any type of carelessness or willful misconduct you can think of uh, a personal injury attorney can assist somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, so what's the next step? And with all that's been happening in the news lately, um, with the, like Ferguson was one of the um, instances, um, I think Michael Brown was another one of the inst- instances, what could those families have done differently, you would say? Well, I don't know that they, I should say they've done anything differently because I don't, although I'm not following the stories closely, I think they've all gone to an attorney to help them get through this crisis. And I think one of the things they probably are talking to the attorney about is, look, regardless of the outcome of the criminal case, should we file a personal injury suit? And, and here's why that's an important question. There's a different standard of proof in the criminal law than there is in civil law with personal injury. So in the criminal law, uh, a policeman who maybe uses excessive force, in order to prove that case against them as a crime, the prosecutor would have to prove it beyond a reasonable doubt. That's a really high hurdle in any type of case. However, to sue him, sue the officer in a civil case, you only have to prove it by a preponderance of evidence. For example, like in a car crash, if somebody is speeding, all you have to show is like 50% plus one that the defendant, the other driver, was probably negligent. So when you sue the police, you don't have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that they used excessive force, but generally by a preponderance of evidence. Okay, okay. So... I see commercials all the time on television, and whenever someone's in an accident, you get your mailbox flooded with attorneys trying to get your attention. How do you choose who's the best one for you? Well, you're you're right in emphasizing the problem of advertising. It used to be that lawyers were not allowed to advertise, and that was not good because it stops the free flow of information. The laws have all been 
changed now. That was why I think uh, even the First Amendment Supreme Court case that says no lawyers are allowed to advertise. The trouble is, just because an attorney buys a full-page ad in the phone book or has a beautiful website doesn't mean that attorney is really good at any particular thing that he's advertising that he does or she does. So mm-hmm. what I always tell folks is have a list of questions Write them down when you go see that attorney. First of all, if you have a friend or a family member who's been in an accident, call them. Maybe they have had a good experience with an attorney that you can go to, or they can tell you some bad experiences of attorneys you want to avoid. If you can't find an attorney that way, sure, you can respond to their ads and make an appointment with them. But there's a series of questions you need to ask. For example, one. How long have you been practicing personal injury law? Two, describe to me the real trial experience that you have. And the reason that's important is because a lot of attorneys, you know, these these cases are handled on a contingent fee. They're hoping they'll sign the client up, take a one-third recovery, and not not do a whole lot of work and settle without a threat of trial. The trouble is insurance companies keep indexes on attorneys. They get to know the attorneys who are not serious about their cases and who want the quick dollar. And so those attorneys get less generous offers from insurance companies than the real fighters. Uh, Third thing you might want to ask is, you know, have you any experience on the other side? In other words, have you worked for insurance companies so you got the experience knowing how the insurance adjusters think and, and, you know, how they respond and how they evaluate claims? Fourth thing is, do you have time for my case? Uh, the biggest complaint I get from people coming from other lawyers is, my lawyer never answers my, my call. He won't return my phone calls. He won't return my email. Oh. Well, then that's a problem, and that's a big source of bar complaints. Attorneys get too busy to get too many cases, and the clients get ignored. Wow. I would these they make sense. The questions you're saying or saying for us to ask make sense. I just would have never thought to ask those questions and a lot of times we assume that this type of attorney is just this type of attorney. I would not have asked have they had an experience on the other side and I certainly wouldn't have asked do they have time for my case. I would have assumed a lot of things here and we can, you know, just understand or we can we can we know what can happen when you assume we end up with someone who's not attentive to us and we may not get the proper compensation like you said so wow um asking someone else who's been through it uh i'm surprised that you gave that response because other people of course they will give their experience why do you think in this particular case it's significant and i ask this because a lot of times we're self-diagnosing or we are you know, trying to be attorneys ourselves with a Google search or something like that. Um, I know you said because of their, based on their experience, but how much of their experience should we really weigh into in our decision? Well, I would want an attorney who's at least been trying cases for 10 years. Now, if you have a real small injury, maybe you got whiplash and you're out of work for three months, you're totally recovered, you know, maybe that's not quite so important. In fact, you know, if the smaller cases, the more experienced attorneys can take because they're involved with the paraplegic cases, the horrible wrongful death cases. But I'd say for the vast majority of personal injury cases, you should want an attorney who's had 10 years experience of trial experience. 
And if you hire that attorney, part of the interview process should be, are you personally going to handle my case? Because in a lot of law firms, you have several partners who are very experienced, but they hire associates fresh out of law school, and the partner takes in your case but then hands it off to an inexperienced associate. I think it's fair to tell the client up front who's going to work on their case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Let's stop for a second and give people your website, how they can get in touch with you outside of this interview. Okay, my website is injuryinidaho.com, and uh, there's a free downloadable uh, book there. Uh, on uh, it's, it's emphasizing Idaho personal injury cases, but it also, most of it's applicable to other states as well. Okay, awesome. Now, before we wrap things up, um, you went into, let's, let's go way back because you have several years, many years of experience. How did I want to know how you ended up getting on this side saying I want to help the people, um, I want to help basically the client because you've worked for the insurance companies before. So how did you get on this side of it? What was it that made you switch? Well, I was working in one state and had a, an insurance defense practice. Probably 95% of my cases were in insurance companies or self-insured, you know, like cities and towns and things like that. Then my wife and I decided to move to a different state, and when we did, we decided, I decided, you know, what kind of law do I want to do here now? Um, different environment, different place. And because I had the experience in personal injury trials with the insurance companies, I, th- I thought, well, this would be a natural for me. And plus, I like to help people who've been injured. Uh, sometimes they're really down their luck. They're out of their work. They're, they're, they're really in trouble. And it's very rewarding for me to see that person get the damages they're entitled to. Sometimes that money can be used for rehabilitation, sometimes to go back to get additional schooling or training, and, or sometimes in severe cases to make sure that they're provided for for the rest of their life if they're permanently disabled. Wow. Okay. Well, you have many, many years of experience um, in practice. So, is it all you hoped it would be over the years? <laughs> because I think I've heard some people go into law practice and they say, well, it changed when I got into the practice. It wasn't what I went to school for. But you've been here for a long time, so I feel like the answer is yes, and you've had different experiences with your your, attorney, your law practice. So you've been able to put on different hats um, and, and the type of law that you, you know, practice and the kind of people you represent. So with over 35 years of experience, what has changed or stayed the same or was it all you hoped it would be? Well, first of all, uh, law school really doesn't prepare you well for the practice of law. Law school gives you all the egghead stuff about the legal theories and how to do research and how to read cases. But the real hands-on stuff of working with clients and going to court, you pretty much have to learn that after you get out of law school. So uh, in many ways, it's not what I expected because, uh, you know, I grew up watching Perry Mason and and it shows that you can – Law and order, or law and order, and so forth, where 
the whole case is sort of wrapped up in an hour. You know, everything is mm-hmm. in trial, and the tra- at the end of the case, the trial's over. Well, what you find out in the real practice of law is for every hour in trial, you may spend 20 to 50 to 100 hours before trial preparing. Ooh. So there's a lot of book work and tedious preparation, but that hard work is what produces the results at trial. So in that re- that sense, I was a little surprised, but... I think it's the it, it's a good learning experience because you can do the most for your clients by doing the really aggressive preparation and working their cases up. And if you do that, sometimes they won't have to go to trial because the insurance company will cave, knowing that you're well prepared for trial. Mhm. Wow. Well, I want to say thank you for being a part of this needs to be said. Give your website one more time before we wrap up our time together here. Sure, it's injuryinidaho.com, and it was my pleasure to speak with you. All right, thank you, and have a wonderful day. You too. Bye-bye. I just want to say that was exciting for me, asking an attorney. You all did not give uh, get the opportunity to ask because you didn't call in. I posted it on the fan page. I don't want you to miss an opportunity to connect with him. That was Jim Bendell, and his practice is injuryinidaho.com. I did post a link on the fan page, so you can click on that link, easy peasy, and you can connect with him. Maybe you just didn't, you know, want to ask your question on air, and that's okay. But we have these resources available to you so that you can take advantage of them. So when someone calls in to interview, you definitely come and take part of it if you have a question, okay? Uh, We're going to... Take a quick break, but while we do that, if you have not told a friend already to give five minutes of their time to this needs to be said, tell a friend to tell a friend to give us five minutes of their time just to tune into the show. Let us know what you think. Also, you can be on our text club so you get the reminders when the show starts, and you're going to text the you're going to text at TNTBS to the number eight ten ten. So your message is going to be the at symbol TNTBS. And the number is eight ten ten, and you'll be added, and you'll be getting, you'll get the reminders of the show. Also, we have our free phone app. You don't want to miss that. There's some big things on the horizon, and I just want to say that we're going back to TV. That is the hint, and you don't want to miss anything. There's going to be lots of things, lots of opportunities um, for you, the audience members. So I don't want you to miss that. Go out to thisneedstobesaid.com, download the free phone app so that you'll have that blue elephant on your phone. All right. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Inspire Walker, and you are rocking with This Needs to be Said. In order for your dream to happen, you have to make it happen.
Are you needing a counselor but don't know where to look for a great one? Would you like to get the help you need without even leaving your home? At ChooseOnlineCounseling.com, you select your own real-life counselor or therapist from the comfort of your own home. We help in the areas of abuse, addiction, anger management, anxiety and stress, depression, eating disorders, marriage, parenting, and sex therapy. Try a live chat session for free and get the help you need from the comfort of your own home. www.chooseonlinecounseling.com Hey guys, we've got something new and fresh for you today, a way for you to become more tech-savvy and marketable. Check out this new online website for creating beautiful posters, flyers, invitations, web pages, and even advertisements. With just a few clicks, you can become a web designer or an online marketer. It costs nothing to use, or you can shell out just a couple bucks for using some of its advanced features. The website is createer.com, like musketeer. Try createer, see what you can do with it, and maybe create something awesome for your boss. Then ask for a raise. And the timing couldn't be more perfect. You can also create something awesome for New Year's and send it out to your friends, your boss, or anyone. Again, the website is createer.com. That's C-R-E-A-T-E-E-R.com. This is Poetic Grace, and I rock with This Needs to Be Said. Remember. The next time he creeps in your mind, let those hurtful feelings fill your heart. When you find yourself alone and lonely, 
don't dwell on the times when you were in his arms, because those are the same arms that let you go. When you need to be kissed, and it's for him that you wish, remember the deceit and lies spoken from his lips. If you need to be loved the way that you were used to by him, just remember the pain that you also went through. And if you think of how he has been the one who has loved you the most, just remember that he has also hurt you so much more than any other. There will be times when you want to go back or get into your love for him, but you better realize that his love for you wasn't as strong. Strive for self-survival. Remember. Hi, this is Johnny Reed, and you're rocking with This Needs to Be Said Radio. Catherine, this needs to be rocked.
Looking for a unique gift for that someone special? Now you can purchase tomorrow's heirloom today. Introducing artisan-crafted, museum-quality replicas of ships from the golden age of sail, displayed in amazing, intricate detail in a bottle or perhaps in an old-fashioned timepiece. Beautiful, one-of-a-kind fiber-optic ships are proudly made in the USA. Visit Bottleneck Treasures at www.builderofships.com. Works of art created by a shipwright with a dedicated heart. Are you looking for the best women's products all in one convenient place? Everything from today's hottest beauty products or that perfect pair of fitting jeans. All in one easy-to-use website. Check out our special promotions and deals. Check out your new hotspot for online shopping. www.onlineshoppingfever.com Get your new favorite finds today. There will never be a point in your time in your life where it's the right time to do a great thing. If you're waiting for that perfect, perfect moment, that perfect timing, it's not going to happen. You know what you have to do? You have to create the perfect time and the perfect opportunity and the perfect situation. That a lot of people become comfortable. They stop growing. They stop wanting anything. They, they become satisfied. People getting ready to go to jobs that they don't like. Jobs that are making them sick. You see, when you're not pursuing your goal, you are literally committing spiritual suicide. When you have some goal out here that you're stretching for and reaching for, that takes you out of your comfort zone, you'll find out some talents and abilities you have that you didn't know you have. When the messenger of misery visits you, what are you going to do? What will keep you in the game? There are things that you think you'll never need to know that you may only need to know one time in your life, but that could save your life because you had that knowledge. Unless you attempt to do something beyond that which you've already mastered, you will never grow. What is it that you looked at at some point in time and you decided that you couldn't do it? That you talked yourself out of it? You're waiting on your next door neighbor to make it happen for you. It may not happen. If you're waiting on your mother or your father, they may be so ancient in their thinking that they don't understand this opportunity that you have. And if you're waiting on them, it may never get done. You don't beg average people to be phenomenal. You don't beg good people to be phenomenal. You just are phenomenal and you will attract phenomenal. What reason can you remember that you can call on, that you can reach on, that can make you get back up? Find that reason. If you're not where you are, if you're not where you want to be, if you don't have what you want, you want to have, if you're not where you think you should be at this particular place, it has nothing to do with the system, but it has everything to do with the fact that you're not making the sacrifice. I want you to make that dream become a reality because if you don't, you will be working for somebody else to make their dreams become a reality. Everybody is against you or don't believe in you no more. And let me tell you something, that's a lonely feeling. It's a lonely feeling, particularly people that you're doing it for. Most people take their greatness, take their ideas to the graveyard with them. Listen to me, if it was easy, everybody would do it. 
There are people right now who are working who don't want to work. There are people who hate their jobs and they keep getting up to do it. The wealthiest place on the planet is the graveyard. Because in the graveyard we will find inventions that we never ever were exposed to. Ideas, dreams that never became reality. Hopes and aspirations that were never acted upon. Question is, what are you going to do with your time? What drives you? Greatness is a lot of small things done well. Day after day, workout after workout, obedience after obedience, day after day. When things don't work out for you, when things happen that you could not anticipate, what are the reasons that you can think of that can keep you strong? You will never ever be successful until you turn your pain into greatness, until you allow your pain to push you from where you are to push you to where you need to be. Stop running from your pain and embrace your pain. Your pain is going to be a part of your pride, a part of your product. I, I challenge you to push yourself. See, it's easy to be on the bottom. It doesn't take any effort to be a loser. It doesn't take any motivation, any drive in order to stay down there on a low level. But it calls on everything in you. You have to harness your will to say, I'm going to challenge myself. I mean that what you did last week don't count. Today, today is the only important day. There are 86,400 seconds in a day, and how you use those are critical. You got 86,400 today, and what you do today is going to see me who you are. Nobody's going to talk about what you did last week. That the biggest enemy you have to deal with is yourself. There's an old African proverb that says, if there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can do us no harm. You have this opportunity of a lifetime. It means absolutely nothing if you don't take advantage of it in the lifetime of this opportunity. I got a saying that when life knocks you down, try and land on your back because if you can look up, you can get up. If you want a thing bad enough to go out and fight for to work day and night for, to give up your time, your peace, and your peace. If all that you dream and scheme is about it, and life seems useless and worthless without it. See, it's time now. If you want to make this your decade, you've got to start saying yes to your life. You've got to start saying yes to your dreams, yes to your unfolding future, yes to your potential, as opposed to saying no. When you die, die on east. Leave no dream left behind, God. Leave no opportunity left behind. When you leave this earth, accomplish every single thing you can accomplish. Listen to me. You're going to be here one day, but you'll never get here if you give up, if you give in, if you quit. And finally, guys, you got to want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've gained something from what has been shared. Special thanks to the creators of the TNTBS jingle. It was written by Lamont Champ Josie and composed by Robert Jenkins. Thank you to everyone who supports us by downloading the phone app at thisneedstobesaid.com, by commenting on the TNTBS talk show fan page on Facebook, by retweeting us on Twitter at TNTBS, by also sharing this show with your friends. Thank you for logging in through your computer, as well as calling in to listen on the phone lines. Now go out and tell more people about this great show. If you thought the show sucked, tell them anyway. 
bad news travels fast, is what I'm told. Either way, tell them to tune in each weekday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're always looking for new guest commentators, awesome topics, and most of all, we want your opinion. Visit us at www.thisneedstobesaid.com. We'd love to hear from you. There's an elephant in the room. You were thinking it, so we're going to talk about it. Until we meet again in the same place at the same time, have a super day.